Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. Hello and welcome back to Kenny the Sports Guy's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severo, and today is another edition of Bench Talk, an interview series that focuses on people beyond the sporty arena. My guest today is XL, an emerging singer, musician, songwriter, and an avid Dallas Mavericks fan. His newest hit single, Luka Magic, based on Maverick superstar Luka Doncic, is now available on all streaming platforms, and the link to his song will be in the description below. It is my honor to welcome XL to the show today. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Kenny. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing great. Doing great. I mean, the weather is a little bit down here today, but, you know, we're getting through it. Yeah, same here. Weather in New York City is actually very, very cold right now. <laughs> oh, you're in New York. Oh, yeah, I'm no. based out of New York City. I know it's cold up there. I know it's cold up there. Okay, so the question, the first question I have to ask is, how did XL got started and where are you from? So, you know what? I've always been into music. I've always been in all different kinds of music. Uh, I've always liked country music, rock music, rap music, all forms of music. And so I really always wanted to get into music as my career. And originally, originally, I'm from Pennsylvania. Then I moved to Texas. And so once I got to Texas, you know, the culture of Texas is just amazing. You know, the people are so nice, uh, music everywhere, you know, so it really got me into music that much more. So that's actually incredible, considering the fact that, uh, you know, when, when did you start, when did you first start doing music? So I first started doing music about, I want to say about 15 years ago, I was in and out of bands, I was in and out of rock bands, and we were going to work with people like Allison Chain's manager. Um, we were going to go on a bunch of different types of rock record labels. And so I was in and out of rock bands, and unfortunately, I could never keep a band together. My band would... I think I lost you there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So my band would always leave, you know, unfortunately the drummer would always leave and the bass would always leave. It's really hard to keep a band together. It's a relationship, you know? And that's when I really stepped out into my own and did my own thing. So I did a song, I posted up on Facebook, it went viral. And that's how I connected with my now producer, Sauce Lord Rich, a 10 time platinum producer. And that's how we kind of clicked. Oh, nice. It's actually a very interesting story. <laughs> Thank you so much. So how did you love your music get started? Man, you know, my dad owned a bar and a hotel and every weekend he had karaoke night. And so he'd have karaoke night and a bunch of people would come out and everything. And I saw the love that like everybody was getting, you know, singing these songs. And I was like, dang, like, I think I really want to do that. And so the karaoke got me into singing. And then I also play guitar and how I got into guitar is actually Guitar Hero. Funny enough, I started getting into guitar from Guitar Hero and I've just always <laughs> been around music my whole life, you know? And so that's what kind of sparked me, really. Yeah, Guitar Hero is always, it's, it's, that's how it starts when it comes to guitar players. They always start with Guitar Hero. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, especially my generation, uh, you know, being born in the mid 90s, you know, coming up in the 2000s, you know, that was kind of my start was Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Nice. So I was born in 89, so I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. As you, I already done my research on you, and I know that you are an avid Luka Doncic fan. 
and he's oh, yeah. one of my favorite players as well. And That's I awesome. believe and I believe that he's the best player in the NBA right now. As I previously alluded to, your new hit single, Luka Magic, is now available on all streaming platforms. I have to ask, how did the inspiration of Luka Magic get started? That's a great question. You know, so my producer and I, we've been working on a record, a full-length record for myself. And one day we're in the studio and we were just like hitting a wall, you know, because we were at making songs for about two weeks. So we just hit this wall where, you know, we were running out of ideas. So all we did was we took a break for the day and to relax, you know, my producer, he's an avid Lakers fan. Oh. And so, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> so, so he's an avid Lakers fan. And so he put on basketball and we're watching basketball highlights. He knew that, you know, my favorite team is Mavericks. So we're putting on highlights and everything from games. And we put on Luka Doncic's highlights. So Luka highlights are on and everything. And we're watching these highlights. And if you remember, I believe it was the game against the Pacers where Luka was a rookie. And he hit that buzzer beater. I remember that. And, yeah. And so, you know, Luca hit this buzzer beater. He's almost like out of bounds from the corner. And the announcer's like, it's in. That's Luca Magic. And right when he said that, my producer looked at me and he goes, Luca Magic. And that's where the idea spawned from was literally Luca highlights. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good story. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. So how did Luca Doncic become your favorite player? Well, you know, with Luca. I've always really enjoyed, besides his game, I've always really enjoyed his heart and the amount of support he has behind him because he has like a whole country behind him, you know, outside of the U.S. He has Slovenia behind him. And so he's really just got so many supporters around him and his game just keeps getting better and better and tighter and tighter. You know, whatever it is that he needs to fix or whatever it is he needs to do, he just does it, you know, really without hesitation. And I love that quality. And I kind of see a little bit of myself in that you know, with always wanting to improve and do better and make everybody around you satisfied with your game. That's actually a really good uh, explanation right there. To me, I think Luka, as you already know, Doncic is the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. I think mm -hmm. he can score, he can rebound, he can defend. And I think he's better than LeBron, actually. So, <laughs> so my next question is, how long have you been a Dallas Mavericks fan? Honestly, I've been a Dallas Mavericks fan for as long as I can remember. My brother, um, he was always a Celtics fan because of Larry Bird, right? Mm -hmm. So he kind of stayed with the Celtics. Um, so my brother really got me into sports. He was 20 years older than me. So he always had like the more grown up things on TV while I was still into cartoons. So he picked me up from school and we'd come home. We had ESPN highlights on all the time. And so you know, you'd be seeing these highlights of the Celtics and Lakers, this and that. And I remember one day, and I was really young, and I'm looking at the highlights, and this is when Dirk was still there. And I'm looking at the highlights, and I'm watching this monster on the court. <laughs> you know, I'm watching Dirk do his thing, man. And honestly, Dirk is really what sparked it for me, for the Mavericks, was seeing Dirk there. And then for me, I also got to witness uh, Jason Terry with Dirk, that duo. You know, oh, that so was, that, they were awesome. That was a deadly duo, you know, so like 
that's where I really got started was that era right there. Um, and then, of course, you know, as a Mavericks fan, we saw more of an influx of fans for us around like 2010, 2011 season because we had a very tight team. So I, I, you must have been happy when they won the uh, NBA Finals way back in 2011? Absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think we can all say that as Mavericks fans. Man, that was a great year for them. You guys defeated the Miami Heat. LeBron James, the way way to Chris Bosh, that was actually really shocker to me because mm-hmm. you would think that the Mavericks would probably lose that series, but somehow, some way, they they did it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, Mavericks, we've always been uh, like the dark horse. You know what I mean? Because uh, starting out, you know, because we were late to the game, we didn't start till like the eighties in the eighties. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the organization. You know, so really coming in and then figuring out you're already twenty steps behind everybody. You know. Um, and so we've always been the dark horse. And that's kind of how I feel about this year, because, you know, Luca, I feel is in the dark horse race for MVP this year. Um, and there's a lot of great, a lot of great people in the race for MVP this year. You know, you got Embiid, you got Ja. I love watching Ja. That's my next favorite player in the NBA currently. Yeah, he's you know, killing this year. Wow. He's so entertaining, you know, um, and like everybody in the MVP race is very deserving of it. Uh, but I feel that way. You know, now, you know, we got we got my boy Dinwiddie on the team and everything. He's killing it right now. Forming it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I'm so glad that his skill is coming out again through the Mavericks, you know, because uh, with Washington, it just it just wasn't clicking. You know, it just wasn't clicking with him. Um, Well, he to be fair, he actually had like a good season with the Nets, like before he was traded for James Harden. But oh, yeah. Woody, like, he's going to be a special talent down in Dallas. Absolutely. I'm thinking, you know, I'm kind of seeing who becomes number two. Uh, it's to me right now, it looks like it's either going to be him or Brunson as number mm-hmm. two. Um, you know, because Luca's Luca, like Jason Kidd says, Luca just does Luca things, you know. So I think we're trying to find that out who our number two is. And I think that's going to make the season go a lot smoother. Because that Warriors comeback was insane. Witty yeah, was that was, on that. Yeah, that was bad. That was actually really insane. So what do yeah. you think about J.C. Kidd being coach? You know, you hear a lot of different things from a lot of different Mavs fans. Um, I'm really liking the current direction. I know it was a little bit rocky when it started, but I'm really liking where we're going now. Uh, like I said, that Golden State comeback was just incredible. You know, and I think there were there are really good calls made for that. So if we continue that path, I think it's really going to be um, a godsend for the organization, for sure. I think we're just at this point, you know, Jason Kidd is also still trying to find who number two is, you know, for Luca, Because we already know Luca. Luca is going to be the, and I, I hate to use the comparison, but he's the Dirk of the team, you know. Um, so I think Jason Kidd is also trying to find out who the number two is. I also think Jason, you know, wants to get, one more big star, which I think we need. I think we need one more. We need one more uh, powerhouse star. We, of course, need a big man. And unfortunately, you know, the KP situation. So, yeah, uh, Porzingis, he got traded to the Wizards recently, and he was a former Nick. I'm a Knicks fan, and it hurts me to, it hurts me to say this, but I think his career is being wasted right now because of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't yeah. really fit with the Mavericks as much because he was injured a lot. Right. And yeah. pairing him with Luca and pairing him with Luca, it did it just didn't work out for some reason. So yeah. this so this is a part of the show where I'll ask you 
How will the Mavericks do this season? Will they make the playoffs? Will they make it far in the postseason? I'll tell you what, you know what? I wouldn't be a Mavericks fan if I didn't tell you we weren't going all the way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I know we say it every year, just like Cowboys fans, we say it every single year. But uh, you know what? I really think what really proved it to the world was that uh, comeback with the Warriors. You know, I think now people are seeing like, wow, you know, this could be uh, a team that can go far. And we have beat the Warriors twice now um, out of our meetings with them. We've beat the Grizzlies, you know, multiple times we beat the Grizzlies, which are also ahead of us in the conference. We beat the Jazz before in the conference. We lost the last one to them. Um, the only person, organization, team that I'm worried about in our conference are the Suns. The Suns, they're, they're great this year. They're just unstoppable. You know, so like I said, I want to say we're going all the way. I'm not going to change my opinion on that but I am worried about the Suns. Here's the thing about the Mavericks. I like their team. I like Luka. But honestly, I just don't trust Jason Kidd. I mean, okay. he's a, I don't really don't trust him because I have seen him coach as, and, as a net, and I personally don't think he's a good coach, but maybe in Dallas where he has Luka, he has a, a bunch of supporting cast there, I truly mm-hmm. believe that they were going to make it in the postseason. I think I will, I will not be surprised if they make it to the Western Conference Finals and beat the Warriors or the Suns. I won't be surprised if that happens. I think we can definitely take the Warriors, for sure. We've, we've done it multiple times now. Um, like I said, the Grizzlies shouldn't be difficult because I'm pretty sure we've gotten them every meeting. Yeah, it I'm was close sure in have. every meeting so far. Yeah, you know, um, because it's all we, it always comes down to Luka and Ja. You know, every time it's Luka Ja, Luka Ja. Uh, Grizzlies are great too, you know, but to be able to beat teams like that, that have so much talent on the team, to be able to beat the Warriors, you know, like that's big. That's big to us. I don't know. Like, maybe they could beat the Warriors in a regular season, but in the postseason, the Warriors look unstoppable. But, I mean, crazier things has happened in the NBA, though. I mean, look at the, yeah. look what happened like a few years ago with the Warriors and, uh, I don't mean to bring like bad memories, but the Warriors and Mavericks years ago, where like right, they, yeah, they upset the number one seed in Mavericks in in, a, in five games. It's just anything can happen in the NBA, basically. Anything can happen, and you know what? Um, I'm just really eager to see, you know, postseason Luca because playoffs Luca is a whole different Luca, you know. But the one thing I will say is um, we need to figure out our number two. Because a hey, Dirk was Dirk, but Dirk also, as much credit as everyone gives Dirk, Dirk also had a team around, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone always says, well, he carried the team. Well, I mean, he always has someone around him, too. He always had number two. Every great team has a good number two. Of course they do. Yeah. You know, so I've, I feel we've really got to figure out our number two for Luca. I mean, Luca is going to be great, but like you said, he needs a number two. Like, I remember with Dirk, Dirk had, he had Steve Natch with him. He had... Uh, yep. Michael Finley with him as well. Personally, I think he's an underrated Maverick. Nobody talks about him. But you yep. all see with, uh, with the Mavericks this season. I mean, they're doing well. They're in the top five teams in the West. And we shall see what they do in the postseason. So my, so my next question is, are you working on any other sports-related music? You know, Luca really came from a place of love for the team you know, and a love for the basketball games. So 
we did think about like, oh, maybe, you know, we'll do some more like sports related songs and everything. And we did come up with an idea. Um, I'm also a NASCAR fan myself. Oh, really? So, yeah. So we came up with an idea. You know, we've been kind of talking about it. We're, we thought about doing a song for Bubba Wallace. You know, I'm a big NASCAR fan. I love, you know, Bubba Wallace is doing with the sport and everything. And so I really, I'd really love to give, you know, these underdog songs, you know what I mean? So we've been thinking about it, but at the same time, you know, we do have songs that aren't about sports and everything. Sports are just very easy to talk about because I'm a big sports fan. You know oh, what me I too. mean? Yeah, they're very easy to talk about. Yeah, super easy to talk about. Um, but other than that, you know, kind of just sticking to my own songs, you know, about a bunch of different topics outside of sports. Oh, nice. So whatever song you record next, I know I'm sure it's going to be a bigger hit than Luca, Donch and Luca Magic. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you know, the, Luca Magic has been incredible because it's brought so many, you know, people into my realm. It's brought so many new fans, so many great people, um, you know, a lot of Mavs fans. I feel like part of the organization now, you know what I mean? Because all the Mavs fans, whenever the Mavs win, you know, I see it posted, the Luke Magic song, Luke Magic, Luke Magic, you know, um, and the Mavericks put me on their website and everything, front page, and that was yeah, I was actually I was actually reading that before this interview, and it seems like that it's it's very incredible that you should doing you're doing this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an incredible feeling. It really makes me feel part of the organization that I love the most. Nice. So I guess the last question I have is. Where can people find you and your music on social media? Great question, Kenny. You know what? You can find me anywhere. You can find me under a box of books. You can find me <laughs> under a table. <laughs> you know, I'm everywhere, man. Uh, Spotify, Instagram. Instagram is going to be XLWOF, E-X-L-W-O-F. Find me on there. I know you tagged me on there. Um, you can find me on Spotify, XL. Luca Magic, type that in. You find me on YouTube, just type in Luca Magic song, and a bunch of people already reposted it on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, XLEXL on Facebook. Find me just about anywhere. Nice, nice. So follow this man. This man's music is incredible. And Luca Doncic, I hope he heard it and he likes it. <laughs> oh, me too, me too. <laughs> well, that is the end of this episode. I want to thank you, XL, for joining me. And Thank taking you. the time out to answer all my questions. And I hope you're well. Thank you. You as well, Kenny. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that is the end of this episode. Special thanks to XL on joining the show today. His latest single, Luca Magic, is now available on all streaming platforms. Link will be on this in the description below. This episode will also be available on KenTheSportsGuy.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In addition, this episode will also be available on my YouTube channel, Kenny the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy one and on TikTok at Kenny Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Kenny the Sports Guy Podcast.